You're listening to the Busy Business Bitches Podcast, the creative entrepreneur's source for bold, bossy, and sometimes boozy business advice with your hosts, Misha Hetty and Alicia Wicker. Hello and welcome to the B3 Podcast, home of the Busy Business B-Words. That would be me, Alicia. I'm not Alicia. You're not. (laughs) (laughs) Problems from the word go, you guys. You're here with me, Misha, I don't remember my own name, Hetty, and Alicia, the one who is not me, Wicker. You can visit us at our respective homes on the web. I am at uncommonlygoodbiz.com, and Alicia is at aliciawicker.com. Oh, that is the best ever. Okay, so real quick, before you guys get your ears penetrated by our wisdom, or at least we think it's valuable stuff, uh, just know that there's going to be ex- explicit language. That is such a big word today. And um, naughty words, dirty words. So if you don't like it, you should click off in three, two, one, boom. Oh, what in the actual fuck? Apparently this Friday, we can't. I can't say my name. You can't say the word explicit. We got issues. But we're here anyways because we love, love, love our people. And we want to talk to you about this red hot business advice we're going to penetrate your ears with. Do it. You know why. You already mentioned it when we first got on our call. You said Mercury's in retrograde, full moon. Yeah, you are absolutely right. It is, it is, it is what the fuck Friday. Thank you. <laughs> why moon, why didn't we retrograde. name our podcast what the fuck Friday? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think iTunes would like that very much. So we're not talking about our star signs today. Unfortunately, we're saving that for the future. Today, We are going to talk about that phase of your business where you're starting to make some money, you're, you're, you're getting a little bit bigger. You're starting to, you know, raise your rates, pull in the bigger clients, whatever. But there's some other stuff that you, uh, you got to upgrade and get to, to get to that, to, you know, to keep, keep going to that next level. So business expenses, business expenses. It makes you sad when you look at your QuickBooks. And money's going out the door and you're like, oh my God, what the hell did I spend this money on? Because that will happen too. But business investments, you know, when you're first starting out, you don't have the money for the business investments. As you start growing, you you have to actually pay for shit. And it's like, maybe you don't want to pay for it, but that's the culture we live in. We have to pay for things. Amazing. (laughs) That's how society works. Money can be exchanged for goods and services. (laughs) (laughs) So weird. But yeah, we just wanted to go over with you guys. Um, if you are in that phase where you're you're just starting to breathe a little bit and you're almost done with the whole bootstrapping uh, shit, what, some of the stuff that we spend our money on that we find useful that you might start looking into for yourself. Way, um, way. Number one, software. Stop trying to make it work with the free shit. Really? You know, that's one of those things. Like when I started, I could only afford, you know, like two pieces of software. No, three. I think it was three. I got QuickBooks way back in the beginning. I got my design software and then I got some graphic design software. That's all I could afford. And I did buy like the you know cheapest versions I could afford of it, but I had to have it. And so I paid for those, even though there's other things I wish I paid for. But at the beginning, I still had to invest because the free shit would always like you monkey around like 10 extra steps to get things done. That's the yes. 
you waste so much time and time is money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of, when I started off in my photography career, um, the first thing I bought other than a camera, obviously was Photoshop and it was hella expensive. I think it was, this was before creative cloud. So I think I paid like $600 for the program. And I was like, I was crapping my pants, what? but you had to have Photoshop. Cause there are people out there who were like, Oh, I edit and pick monkey. And it's like, well, you people are a fucking joke. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Oh man, you got to spend some time on some photography forums. But yeah, I knew I had to have that software. Um, after that, I started adding, now that there's Creative Cloud, it feels less bad because I'm paying for it over time. I've got my, you know, in demand, my in demand, Jesus. Friday. <laughs> my InDesign, my Lightroom, my Photoshop, all that good stuff. And I only pay for it a little bit at a time. Um, but you also, you know, there's going to be other stuff you need, like storage and delivery software. Um, right. If you yep. have to send files. Yeah. Software, like the shit we use right now, Trello. Oh, yes, Trello. That's been a topic this week. It's, you know, I wish if Trello ever listens to this, I wish you would start paying me referrals again and not cap me off. I'm sending a lot of business your way. Hashtag side story. Um, yeah, I use Trello a lot. Um, and we were talking about in the designers club about how all the other designers use it. They use it differently than I do. It's really affordable, but it's probably the easiest out there. Um, but there's like Basecamp too. That one's pretty cool. I like using that one as well. Um, but yeah, all of these like little project management apps out there. Have you ever tried Asana? I haven't. I've tried Basecamp and I've tried Slack. And I don't like either one of them as much as, as Trello. Trello is way easier to me. I've never tried Slack. I've heard about Slack. And I also know some Slackers, but never tried Slack. Yeah, I know. I know a couple Slackers. <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones with those fucking free-ass Wix websites. Ooh, oh, burn. Um, ooh, sick burn. We'll come, we'll come back to that one in a minute. Uh, yeah, so planning software. It's really useful. I have on my desk right now, I'm looking around and I have one, two, three, four, full, like notebooks with notes and shit. And do you know what? Like none of that shit gets done, but all of our episodes are listed in Trello. And oh my God, that shit gets done. It's amazing. Cause I have the same thing, except I think I'm like a post-it note queen. So I have post-it notes, post-it notes. And then I look back cause I didn't really write a detailed note. So I'm all not sure what that was about. Trash. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Remember that email I sent you this week? It had like five notes in it. I'm like, what the fuck is this about? And you're like, I have no idea. I'm like, yeah, why? If I just put it in Trello, I would know. I know. That's the other thing is like the, the, you know, as your business grows, you actually have to be organized and shit. Oh my God. That's a whole nother podcast. I need you to teach me your ways because my organization is okay, but it could be better. So we'll talk about that another day. Yes. Um, 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 oh, webinar software, just all this shit, all this kind of software makes your life easier. And it makes you look uh, again, when you're bootstrapping, when you're starting out, it's okay to use the free stuff. It really, really is. But when you grow and you want to look more legit, you have to be, you know, you have to pay for that shit. Like, um, I use square and people off often ask me, how do you like, how do you send those slick looking invoices? And I'm like, it's square. I, I didn't do any, <laughs> but, um, you know, obviously there's a monthly processing fee for that. I would way rather, or not monthly, um, transactionally, whatever it is. Um, 
I would way, way rather pay the fee than use, oh God, what is that one where it's like, send me money? It's not GoFundMe, but it sounds just like that. And it looks so sketch. I would rather pay a small percentage and look legit and have all that shit in my software than look, than get it for free. Oh yeah. I mean, way back when, I think the only way I was taking payment was PayPal, which still to me, PayPal is like bogey. It's not my gig anymore. It's like, I only use it if I have to. Yeah. I always hated, I have to go in and remember to like, essentially like download my money to the bank. And I'm like, Oh, I don't want to even remember that. It's like, that's why I like having um, Stripe integrated with my website. Mm-hmm. It's just like, cha-ching, money, cha-ching, money. Bueno, I don't have to think. Yes, I have Stripe too for any purchases that go through the website. But yeah, PayPal, I literally just use that as like a slush fund because it's a pain in the ass. I don't want to use your special debit card. I don't want to request my money and then wait two days. Fuck you, PayPal. Yeah, it's my money. You're making interest on it. Are you going to give me a portion of your interest? No, you're not. So you can fuck off. Yes, I would rather pay for the convenience and speed of uh, Square and Stripe. Yes, that's beautiful love right now. And the fact that even Squarespace, they make pretty receipts. So Yes. Yeah, it looks nice. You look legit. You don't look like you're fucking fly-by-night. It's important. It makes your clients feel like you were worth it, and that is, is, that's a huge part of the experience. If you're like, let me write a receipt on a piece of paper, it's like, um, what? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, I just got a receipt on paper, but that was from the gardener. Yeah. Okay. So it makes you look like a gardener and you know, gardening is a very valuable service, but I only pay my gardener uh, $20 a week. So I think we pay 25 a week. Mine's a kid. It's like a neighborhood kid. Oh, we have a dude. He's like, I think he's taken up the whole neighborhood, which is totally smart. I was like, man, these gardeners are smart dudes. Like I bulk, I batch all my work in one spot. Yep. Smart. Learn from gardeners. Gardeners. They know where it's at. They <laughs> and they all have amazing tans. They do. And I don't know about you guys, but we have lots of straw hat gardeners. They're really cool. Like straw it's hat. almost like, yeah, they all have like straw hats on. Well, that's smart. It's like an island vibe. I mean, with all the stupid palm trees we have here and the straw hats, I could pretend I was in Hawaii. Hashtag I'm not in the land of the dirt people, but we can pretend. Right. You're living that laptop lifestyle. Oh, I am. My toes are in the sand. I mean the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> East Vale. Oh, good old East Vale. Anyway, so that, oh, that's our topic about software ending up in the dirt. Um, all right. So books, books, education, uh, classes, what, uh, memberships in, what is that called? Subscriptions, masterminds, masterminds. Thank you. All that stuff. Education. Now I know books, it sounds stupid to list books, but I, I buy a shit ton and read a shit ton of books on things like, you know, words that sell and, you know, dot com secrets, not giving a shout out to anyone in particular. <laughs> um, that's, that's a whole nother Oprah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I actually spend a ton of money on books and, um, Hey, let me ask you this about your books. Do you mm-hmm. buy physical books or you did in the Kindles? Kindle. Ah, I, yeah. I still buy physical books. I think it's just because I like to read and underline things and make notes. Um, I only like, if I'm buying a Kindle book, it's usually like pleasure reading like celebrity gossip crap. <laughs> 
I read I my everything on Kindle. It's a, a habit that started when the kids were little and I would be putting them to bed at night. Like, and I would have to, like my middle kid, I would have to sit and rock that kid for ages. But I could read a Kindle book you know, hold them in one arm and have a, my phone in the other hand and read as I'm just sitting there for three hours while this kid falls asleep. And then I started getting like mid middle of the night insomnia. So when I wake up at 3 a.m., I don't even have to turn a light on. I can just go read about copywriting. It's I so wish if I turned on my phone to start reading in the middle of the night, I'm sh- pretty sure my husband would give me like he'd suffocate me with a pillow. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. He has to have the room completely dark, and he's really annoyed by the um, smoke detector little green light on there. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is very You're such a sensi. Good for you, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he never listens to this podcast. I know, right? Mark, we love you. You're awesome. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, books, education. Um, That, the, one of the things that falls under that, it's cool to get stuff from Google, but sometimes you really do need the ex- the next level education you can only get from a full-fledged course. Like, uh, what was the best course you took this entire year? Uh, the tribe course was the best one I've taken this year. I just started that course, and it's for um, people who have membership websites, which I obviously have for Designers Club. And, um, you know, I think that's probably been the best laid-out course, and it's very well what do you say? Well-informed. I mean, the guy knows what he's talking about. He's not just blowing smoke up his ass or your ass. <laughs> he might be blowing smoke up his own ass. I don't know. But he is going in a logistical way through the course. It makes sense in bite-sized pieces so everybody can understand. And he's not regurgitating crap I've heard before. So wins on all levels. That is awesome. That sounds like a valuable course. And it's not cheap, right? No, it's like 2000 bucks. That's so this is the kind of stuff that people you, you want to invest in. I mean, if you can, it really does jump you light years ahead. The most valuable course I have taken so far this year, year's not over yet, folks. Um, it was a, uh, it's called YouTube traffic mastery or something like that uh, from frontline marketer.com. And um, it wasn't cheap. It was, it was, I think it was 500, which is cheaper than 2000, but still a chunk of change. And it was like you said, just so well laid out, just chock full of information. It has real, it really changed the way that I deal with video. So, so so you would say that then that course applies more to than just YouTube. It's all video. Oh yeah. And it is not just YouTube. It's how to get stuff, your videos ranked on YouTube and Google so that you can start getting page one results. So I act, it actually taught me how um, more strategies on like SEO and uh, keyword research. Like that's the very first thing he does is teach you how to like really drill down into keyword research. It was so worth it. Oh, I will have to go check that out. I know you yeah. were raving about that not that long ago, but well, I'll wait until I finish my course now. Right. Don't get, don't become a course junkie, people. No, as we do. Um, what else? Uh. In the, uh, under the heading of education, we also have coaching. Yes. I, coaching has been, for me, one of those, um, it's kind of been hit or miss depending on the coach. Some coaches were not worth their weight in gold or money, dinero, I've wasted. Um, and some were. Some are, you know, who I'm working with now, definitely worth the money. It's, you know, I'm seeing results from the coaching. So investing with the right coach, um, 
does make a big difference because they can help accelerate you. Um, so yeah, coaching for me, what about you? Coach, I think coaching is, is incredibly valuable. I'm still looking for the coach to fit my needs right now, but a coach I have used in the past, like the 750 or whatever I paid her, I like it was worth 10 times that because it accelerated my growth in a way I couldn't have done because you can't see your own blind spots. So if you guys are thinking about investing in a coach and you find one who's a good fit for you, uh, that can go make you go further faster than all the Googling in the whole world. Oh yeah. And that's what I was talking to somebody the other day about that. It's like, maybe, was it you? It has to be you. I don't talk to anybody else. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> we have friends. I promise. We're um, just about how you can't see your own shit, but somebody else shines that yes, spotlight on it. <laughs> no, it's yesterday. Oh my God. Was it yesterday? Wow. Yes. I was asking you to like, what should I do with this opt-in? How, where do I make it go? And you're like, Oh, right here. And I was like, that's so fucking obvious. But yeah, if you don't, if you are not um, in our BFF crew of me and Alicia, definitely a coach can help you just change your, just change your entire life for the, well, generally speaking for the better, unless they are a shitpreneur, you're going to go want to go back and listen to a previous episode about that. Or you also have to be willing to um, put in the work. The coach is, oh, yeah. coach is just like a course. If you don't actually implement and take that action, it's not going to help you. They have, you have to have even the right mindset about it when you go into it with coaching that, you know, you're going to put in the work, you're going to listen to what they say and absorb it. So yeah, that by the way, like we could make a drastic right, right turn right now and change the t tone of this episode episode entirely, but I'm going to try to stick to our plan because, and I'm just going to write a note so that we'll come back to it another day. Um, yeah. But yeah, coaches, classes, books, all that shit. It's totally, when you're asking yourself, let's go back to the, my example of a photographer. If you are going, okay, I've got a thousand dollars and I can either spend it on some coaching sessions or I could spend it on a new fucking lens. There's only one of those that's going to change your business for the better. And it's not the lens. I'm really sorry about that. But guess what? When you're done with your coaching sessions and you're, you know, you've made your sessions three times more, uh, you charge three times more than you did before, you can afford all the fucking lenses you want. Wait. And I think that's part of the thing too, is when you're looking at what am I going to invest in for my business? Um, I think at the beginning of my business, I was just like throwing money everywhere. Like, okay, I got some money. Where am I going to put it next? Uh, I think that'll work. And it wasn't strategic. I didn't actually take the time to figure out, will this actually make me more money? How will this help my business? I didn't ask myself the tough questions. It was almost like, oh, I got money. I got to spend it. Like, bleh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not good. Like signed up for all these little shitty things and nickel and dime myself to the point where it's like, well, I didn't, I made money last month, but I don't see any of it. Any of it. Huh? Hmm. I wonder why. Yeah. Uh, it, you, you do have to ask that strategic question. If you're going to spend on X or Y, which one is actually going to grow your business? And don't bullshit yourself because, yeah. you know, there's also that thing where it's like, oh, but I really just want this or I want to get this course because I'm going to be able to be a part of that community, but I don't really need that content or something like that. It's just like, no. Yeah, no, that's not, that's not, I will say sometimes the community can 
help. But uh, no, don't go spending two grand on a class if you just want to be in the in crowd because that's fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, And then everybody wants to be in the in crowd just for the community. Yeah. And the in crowd, like the being in that crowd, there's no actual work being done. So now you're just a community of shitpreneurs. (laughs) Bam! IJS, IJS. Um, And then there's stuff that's pretty obvious, equipment and rentals. Uh, I just said, don't buy the new lens. When it is time to upgrade, you will know when you have exceeded the capacity of what your current stuff can do. And that's not just, you know, obviously photographers need cameras and lenses and laptops, but uh, everybody needs computers. Yep. Got to invest in a computer. You know, like when I made the switch from PC to Mac, it was because I'd already become addicted to my iPhone. And now it's like, they all work together seamlessly. I am like, I can make something on my phone. I can airdrop that video right to my computer. I don't have to connect cables and shit. Yeah. It's like, it makes my life easier. So yeah, investing in the technology um, and buying the best that you can afford because don't buy shit because it'll break and you have to buy it again. Right. I had to, I needed a new computer recently and I was like, okay, I'm going to move to Mac because I want, you know, I want to be able to see every fine detail in a photo or a video. Um, but I was really struggling. Like, do I buy the big one or do I just go ahead and get the little, the little laptop and deal with it? And I was, almost about to hit purchase on the little laptop because that's just what I was used to, you know, Oh, I'll just scrape by. I'll make do with less. And then I was like, you know what? No, fuck it. This is my business. We're talking about, this isn't, you know, should I buy a fucking shirt? So yeah, yeah, when it's time for the technology and you can splurge, you probably want to go ahead and do it. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I look at what I have and it's like, it's kind of redonkulous. Like, I have the iMac up here on the third floor. I got the iMac downstairs in my main office. I have a laptop that I take when I travel and I can work. And then I have the phone. It's like, that's probably a little bit overboard, but this is for my convenience so that depending on what noise is in the house, I can go work somewhere quiet or I'm working my main office, whatever it is. But um, it does serve a function. It's just, it's probably a little overboard for most people. Yeah, you don't need the entire technology suite. Like when you walk into Apple and they're like, Alicia, like they know your name, you fucked up. But uh, I don't think I've ever bought anything out of an Apple store. Really? No. Oh, I actually ordered this online too. Yeah, I ordered online and the other one I bought, I bought at Best Buy. I think I walked in and got my phone there because I was sick of waiting or something. But other than that, the Apple store is kind of a pain in the ass. Pretty much. Uh, So yeah, equipment and rentals. Rentals rentals are great if you want to get a taste of something before you commit to it. I don't know what in the interior design world you might want to rent. Furniture if you're a stager? I don't know. There's nothing in business I can think about that I'm going to rent for my business. There's, you know, essentially you're renting software, but... True. But I... So I guess it only relates, it relates to some industries more than others, but renting a, oh, it would relate to a business space. If you want a shared space versus a, uh, you know, going all in and getting a lease yourself. But anyway, uh, lenses specifically, I rent lenses that I, I'm like, I'm not going to use this that often. I'll just go ahead and pay the 50 bucks to rent it rather than, huh, I had no idea you could rent lenses. I love it. I love it so much. 
Um, cause I like, I have the entire choice of the entire Nikon stuff at all. I have to do is wait for it to get here. So wow, that's cool. It is cool. Um, and I can, I can rent something that's way more, uh, way better than what I would want to buy. Cause lenses are fucking expensive. Oh, I know. When I used to have my DSLR, DSLR, English, motherfucker, do you speak it? No. It's Friday. <laughs> I only had one lens for it. There was another lens I wanted. And I was like, that's like expensive. And I never bought it. And I sold the camera because it was too big for me to take around on vacations because I'm lazy like that and I don't work out. <laughs> it's like its own form of weightlifting. But uh, yeah. No rentals. It's a, it's a good way. It's a good way to spend, to test drive something before you before you grab it. What else do we have on here? We've got um, association memberships. Those are good if they are useful to you. If you need it to to be legit, yeah, spend the money. Yeah, if if that's going to be something that you feel you're going to get your ROI back on, then definitely do it. Um, you know, I. I look back at what I used to spend money on, you know, ASID, the CCRGC, all that stuff. For me, it wasn't, it was not as, um, it didn't turn back into money for me. It was, most clients didn't even have a clue what the hell any of those things stood for. So for me, and the uh, groups were not actually helping me build my business, which was another facet of what their thing is about. So that didn't really help me. That wasn't a big thing. Um, but you know, there are those other things like we were talking about in designers club, somebody brought up, um, BNI and I've heard good things about BNI, really good things. And I'm like, really, I don't want to get up at 5am to go to the breakfast. (laughs) Yeah. This they're saying like, Oh, BNI has been really good for my business. And you know, it's great. I go for, I have breakfast in the morning and we just know we're specifically doing whatevs. And I got like all these clients lined up. I'm like, damn, that's some good shit. Wish I had that back in the day. Truly, truly. That's, that's one of those good memberships. Um, their photographers have some too. I don't actually even know if there's a copywriters association. Maybe I should look into that. No, I don't. Maybe you could start your own. Oh my God. And I could certify copywriting coaches. You could could call them like copy kitties. Oh my God. You guys pay me $10,000 and I'll give you a certification that I just made up right the fuck now. I hope cat ears are included. Oh my God. I don't see why not. Okay. So association memberships when they're not completely full of shit. All right. Yes. Uh, What else? What else? What else? Um, Advertising. Oh my God. How did I miss that? It's on the right hand side of my page. I swear I wrote down Facebook ads. (laughs) Yes. I spent a shit ton on Facebook ads. Yeah. It, now, do you think your Facebook ad spends consistent month to month or is it vary depending on what you want to show? It depends. Yeah, it varies based on what I want to promote. I don't, I only promote things that are going to make me money. A lot of people boost posts just because they want the vanity of boosting the post. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, this isn't getting any likes. Um, if it's not going to lead to a sale, I don't really care. Right. Like I, I boosted my last live video I did. I got great interaction while it was, you know, just organic, I guess. I that. And so I said, I'm going to boost this because, you know, I got some sales out of that video. I'm like, boom, makes sense. Um, which is a good point. If you got like a shitty, boring Facebook post, then don't boost it. It's still shit. 
It's just you're showing your shit to more people. So right. Yeah, only only boost your best stuff. And yeah, ads people, oh my God. So this is I'm gonna rant. I'm gonna rant for just a second. Uh so people are like, ah, fuck, I don't have any traction on my Facebook post. I don't understand. You told me to do this, you told me to do that, you told me to add a photo, you told me to post ten times a day, and none of this shit's working. Guess what? You might have to pay sometimes. Facebook is fucking free for the most part. And if you can't find a way to make it work for you free, then yes, you might have to pay. Yeah. I I think that's one of those things too, because most of us saw, you know, the beginnings of social media and all of it was free, right? But then it's called these companies need to make money. So you have to pay them for, to do these services for you. Now, I think out of all the options I could do for advertising, uh, Facebook is still the best solution right now for me. I can get very specific with who I want to target. I'm getting, you know, the, the cost per, you know, impression or click or whatever it is that I'm aiming for is very low. It's pennies on the dollar. Instead of, you know, putting some fucking glamour shot ad in a golf magazine. <laughs> Yes. Magazines. I was just talking about this with somebody uh, the other day. So yeah, if you are in a magazine or you are going to appear on local television and people are like, oh my God, that's so cool. That's so amazing that you really did that. Yeah, it's kind of cool, but do you know what never happens? No one is ever watching a local TV show and going, I need to buy that shit. It does not happen. Oh, it does. One time. Tell me about it. One time I was not on TV. But someone else who were, was doing um, the beginnings of e-design, they went on TV and they were talking about it. Well, apparently they didn't get their website out there or something or people couldn't hear it or remember it or whatever, but I got a shit ton of hits to my website for their business. And I was like, wow, that was awesome because I had to Google, like, where's all this traffic coming from? This is weird. Yeah. So this is a very unintended consequence. Like clearly that person did not, was not able to leverage anything from the thing that they did. No, but I thank them for it. (laughs) Did you send them an email? Like, thanks so much for fucking up on TV. Good job. No, I wanted to, but then I'm like, no, then maybe she'll know that I got all her traffic. I don't want her to take it away. Uh, How would that even work? It wouldn't work, but this is way back, like 2009. What the fuck do I know? Okay, yeah. Back in the day, none of us knew anything. She's not going to be going back on the Today Show. You know, it's like, yeah, you fucked up. They're not going to have you back to clarify your website. <laughs> like, excuse me. Excuse me, Katie Couric. I'm back. I'm back because I said my website wrong. Can I say it again, please? <laughs> They're like, gutting the window, like, get out of here. No, no, you cannot. I have a very important interview coming up next. Yes. Today, we're going to learn the dangers of kale. (laughs) Whatever. I don't even know what's on those daytime shows. But anyways, so yeah, but let's think about this. So, all right. If you are expecting an ad in a golf magazine to work, you are expecting someone who is a golfer to be flipping through it and be fall so in love with your image and words that they're going to stop their fucking golf game or whatever it is that they're, they're, you know, they're on a, a... an airplane reading this shit and like, Oh, when I get home, I am looking this up. That is for sure. Um, or you could spend that money on Facebook ads and they are served to the people that you specify, uh, in the time that you specify in the exact way that you specify. And it directs them to the exact page that you specify. 
You want to take you. It's like a shotgun versus a sniper rifle. Which do you want to play with? Well, neither should you play with, but you know. I might like to target shoot with both. I think well, I think I did try a sniper rifle. That was way more powerful than I ever expected. It's incredibly targeted. This is the point of this. A shotgun is going to go everywhere, and it might hit your target, but it might fucking not. No, it's going to spray. And, you know, the thing, too, where I've, I've talked with clients before about that, you know, oh, I want to put this ad in this magazine. And it's like, that's great, but you now have to wait this extended period of time to find out if it even worked. And, yeah. and then it's like if you forgot to ask them, how did you hear about me? Then you don't even know if it worked because maybe you're just excited you got a client. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. I, most of my clients come and qualify themselves like, oh, so-and-so told me. I, actually, I guess most of my shit's from Facebook and referrals. But, um, they, and they tell me, oh, I loved your Facebook video or whatever. But, yeah, I never ask them. I should. Whoops. <laughs> I never ask either. Because that was the one day when I was shitting on LinkedIn. I was like, <laughs> I never go on LinkedIn. And somebody's all, that's where I found you. And I'm like, oh shit, I guess I should go on LinkedIn every once in a while. Gotcha. Yeah, I just like update my photo and I'm, I put something like, please don't, please don't, if you are from a company, please don't contact me because I don't want to get a job. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Facebook ads, ads, advertising in general. Um, you, your thing might be Instagram. It might be, uh, it might be Google ads. A lot of people like Google ads, but, um, yeah, I mean, I've never figured them out, but people like them. Yeah. If you want to grow advertising is part of that, get over it. Facebook's not free anymore. Get your panties out of your ass crack. Pretty much. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Anyway, what else we got? When, when we, after all this, Oh, stock photos, oh. helpers, helpers, um, stock photos, VAs, Yes. VAs. Like when you can, like, you know, I don't know if it's for you, like it was for me, but it used to be like, oh, I have to do all of this. Nobody else can do it but me. And I can't let go of control. And then it was like, you know what? No, I don't actually need to schedule these, um, you know, posts. Somebody else could do that for me. Yeah. Um, I, there's no thinking involved. It's called like, I want this post to go out. You put it in the software. So outsourcing, having someone to help you do those things or organize, like I have someone organizing my um, albums in Canva because I've got so many different albums. Like there's an album of just chicks and there's albums of just like interior design pictures and an album of uh, landscapes or whatever. But sometimes I'm just in a rush and I just upload all sorts of shit to the main folder and then like it wastes time when I'm looking for a specific picture. So I'm going to pay someone to do that for me. Yeah. It's so much your time is, is way better spent doing other things. One of the best things that I did was get uh, and train an associate writer. So if there's something that I can't get to, I make it very clear. Like, yes, I'd love to have you as a client. Uh, my associate writer will actually be taking on this blog post or whatever. It will then go through me editing it. So it's going to 100% be as good as it would if I wrote it for you. But, um, yeah, helpers are invaluable. Oh, way. I love helpers. Helpers are best thing ever. <laughs> Everything we've said, we're like, oh, fuck, yeah, coaches are the best thing ever. Spending on ads is the best, best thing, thing ever. ever. It all is, just, though. I think we're just in love with business. I think um, so. 
for crushing on business. But I think it's too, is because, you know, we work so hard to get to a point where we can actually afford to pay for these things and make our life simpler. It's yeah. Good. I would way rather have a helper and spend on Facebook ads than continue to scrape. And no. you just, no. Yeah. At one, then we have to also say the caveat, like we've talked before, it has to be the right helper. It cannot yeah. just be the wrong helper because then you waste money. Oh yeah. You got to, you, and that does take time to find the right person. You either have to, you know, get someone who's extremely vetted by your very best business friend, or don't just ask in a fucking Facebook group because you don't know what these jackholes do. You don't know anything about them. Never, ever, ever ask in a Facebook group too using the word affordable. Oh God. I'm looking for an affordable copywriter. I'm looking for an affordable website designer. I'm looking for an affordable whatever. Just no fucking, do you want affordable or do you want the best shit you can buy? Yeah. I used to, I used to reply to those posts and like try to educate those people. And then I was like, there's no, I've gotten into multiple Facebook fights about how, about the, the word affordable. And I'm just done. I'm just done. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree. I just, that one, I, and I remember, I think I've probably made that post before myself. And then people would recommend, hey, here's my friend, Joanne, she's going to help you. Then you go find Joanne is like a total Magoo and she's like got some chisball website and she can't form complete sentences and it's all jacked up like, I don't know, GeoCities action. And it's horrible. And then you're like, why'd you fucking recommend Joanne? Now I think you're an a-hole. Right. And a total idiot too. Like, thanks. Thanks a lot. Joanne, she just, you know, she came over and she chain smoked the entire time. Now my house stinks. I paid her $12. It was not worth it. No. And then the people who bitch about, I paid $12 to Joanne. Uh, and it's like, listen here, dipshit. <laughs> you want quality or do you want a Joanne? Right. Oh my God. Joanne. <laughs> If you're listening and your name is Joanne, I'm so sorry. I have to give names to my fake people in my head, so. Yes, it helps, it helps us keep it straight. Yes. Um, so, Joanne, we love you. We love you, real Joanne, not fake Joanne. <laughs> um, all right, so after you get past all of this shit and you still have some money to spend for your business, um, you can either hang on to it because you might have a rough month or you can also do some fluffy stuff. And I love me some fluffy stuff. I'm talking business cards, thank you cards, client gifts. To me, the fluff is absolutely mandatory because that's how I like, I love to love my clients. That sounds creepy. Love to love you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not in a hookery way. No, if you are, you know, if you're a good client and I want to show you, I appreciate you. I want to, uh, this is actually another one of my clients. We're, we're creating a whole cool thing about this for her. If you want to celebrate randomly and show them that you care, uh, the fluffy stuff, they're going to remember you, you know? Oh, wait. Especially if you send something in like real mail. Yes. Real mail is huge. An email, a thank you email is one thing, but when you send somebody a thank you card or a little, a little gift, a little something, something, they will remember you and they will refer you. 
Yes. Yeah. Real mail is so big because, you know, we don't get any good real mail anymore. So like when there's something in there that's like, oh, someone else was thinking about me. Oh, I love it. Yes. When's the last time you got a random present in the mail? Not from me. Oh, not from you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Never. I did get a thank you card once for joining a um, course. Um, a few years ago, but it was a postcard and it wasn't actually hand signed by the person. Mm-hmm. It was, it felt like I was just a number and I was yeah. like, this did more to hurt your brand in my eyes than it did to make me feel special. Yeah. It says I paid my VA. I paid Joanne $12 to write some fucking cards. Yeah. And Joanne sent out the Vistaprint shitty special ones that she got for like two cents for a pack of a hundred. And they, it was like, Oh, you just blew it. Yeah, no, if you're going to do the fluffy stuff, do it upright. Yeah, you can't be a cheap bitch about that shit. It's just when you do the fluffy stuff right, it can lead to uh, so many more opportunities for you. Absolutely. That's, that's, I, I hold on to things that I've gotten that I'm like, oh, I remember this made me feel special. And I keep them, even if it's a like, thank you card. Because oh my God. Yes. Okay. So here's a great, here's a great fluffy stuff story. Um, I hired an electrician because something stupid was going on in my house. It's the fucking stupidest thing ever. Uh, The people who had this house before me, the dishwasher was on a switched outlet, but I didn't know that. So sometimes the switch was off and I was like, the goddamn dishwasher doesn't work. (laughs) It's called children. I I was like, what the, how does this work sometimes, but not other times? And how did this piece of crap house pass an inspection? So I called an electrician and I was totally like afraid to get bent over because service people, you know, sometimes they come out and they're like, that's $7,000. And you're like, well, I got to pay it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want a working dishwasher. Um, anyways, he comes over, he's a totally nice guy, does the service. He's like, okay, um, so I have to charge you for the hour, but I'm not, I'm done. It, it only took me 20 minutes. What else do you want me to do? <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me? Can you move these boxes to the garage? Cause they're too heavy. <laughs> He's like, sure. No problem. Uh, and then at the end he goes, Hey, so just so you know, if you give us a, a review on Yelp, we would really appreciate that. So of course I went on fucking Yelp and I wrote this great glowing review and they, the company bolt electric. If you're in the San Antonio area, uh, they sent me a $5 Starbucks gift card and a hand colored. Thank you. Note colored. Yeah, somebody at their office like takes the time to bust out the markers. Now they probably do it while they're you know watching Real Housewives or Desperate House, whatever that fucking show. Electricians watch those shows. I don't know. It was a girl. Oh, okay. I mean, a girl. No, it was the electrician was a dude, but the handwriting was obviously a girl. So he either pays his daughter or his wife or whatever some secretary. Not that electricians can't be female. I don't want to talk about the girl boss conversation at this moment. No, but that reminds me from our church when we started going to this new church. We first week we got a thank you card and a five dollar Starbucks card, and I was like, I took the card. Mark's not going to get it. Right. And then, but yeah, and then the second week we came, we got another thank you card. Like, oh, we're so glad you came again. And but it was written by chicks. Our pastor's a dude, but not a chick. But it was two different chicks writing those. So that one, it's that part's still a little like kooky for me because I'm like. Maybe he doesn't, that would be a lot of cards for him to write, but maybe could he put his own signature on there? Yeah. That might be cool. A little bit better, but the Starbucks card made up for it. So I'm okay. Yeah. 
And you know what? Actually, that fluffy stuff, that's something fluffy that you could do even if you didn't have a ton of money to spend. Oh, yeah. I used to go buy, um, you know, a little pack of thank you cards over at Home Goods, and I would just handwrite them, send them out. Works. Beautiful love. Yep. If you want to get bigger fluffy stuff, do bigger fluffy stuff. But yeah. So these are all the things. These are all the many, many ways that you can spend some of your business dollars. And I can tell you right now, if you are not at this point yet, if you're like, well, that sounds fucking nice, but I can't do that shit. Cause I only make, <laughs> my name is Joanne and I make $12. <laughs> if you are Joanne, we're not shitting on the way you run your business. We instead are telling you, these are things that you can do that will grow your business. Yeah. So don't be like all negative Nelly, shitty Joanne. Maybe Nelly's her middle name. Joanne Nelly, <laughs> shitpreneur. Um, <laughs> no, but seriously, sorry. This is like, woo! We got so off track and we haven't even talked about 90210. How did that happen? I don't know. I don't know how I haven't been able to fit in a reference. Oh, God. I don't know. Seriously, there's, there's got to be one in here, here somewhere before we sign off. But... um. No, but seriously, yeah, if you're at the stage of your business where you are, you've got some money to spend, these are some good places to spend it. And if you're not there yet, keep working because it, it's so worth it. It is so worth it to be able to run your business in a way that feels good to you. It allows you to treat other people. It allows you to treat your clients the way that you would want to be treated. Even if it's stupid, tiny shit, like a nice looking invoice, it feels better. Way. I can't can tie this into 90210. Remember when Donna Martin opened her fashion store, right? <laughs> Something happened there. She's going to have a fashion show. And I don't know what happened. I don't remember that part of it. But she, like, she had to enlist the help of the friends to come and sew all of her outfits for the show. And it's like, really? Do you think they know how to fucking sew? No. She should have invested in a professional company to sew her samples for her. Instead, she's had, you know, Steve and douchey silver boy. Um, David Silver. Yes, David Silver. You know, <laughs> helping her with samples. Like, oh, why? You should have had that resource in place that you could have counted on. Instead, you're probably producing shitty like Joanne fashions. Yes. Donna, seriously, invest the money. You live in fucking Beverly Hills, 90210. You have the money to afford a seamstress. It's time to grow your biz, Donna. Yes, you, you rented a spot on Robertson. Hello, not cheap, and it's a big store, and you can't afford a seamstress? No. <laughs> no. It's time to get real with your business. It is. Oh, man. So if you like this particular brand of ridiculous but incredibly informative and worthwhile business advice, you're going to want to go check us out on facebook.com slash b3society. Go like the page. Don't be an idiot. Just fucking like it. You know you want to. <laughs> like peer pressure. And if you are like, oh, God, no, I don't like Facebook pages, you can also visit us on our website, B3Society.com. <laughs> he is in boy, the number three, society.com. If you can't spell society, just Google that shit and you'll be there. So go check us out on B3Society.com. And if you like this podcast and you're on the iTunes, give us a like or a subscribe or some good juju. That'd yeah, show us your love. All right. Come on. Isn't We've that another you. song? We talked about 902 and 0. We gave you some advice in there as well. If your name Joanne is Joanne, we're sorry. All right, you guys, we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the B3 Society Busy Business Bitches podcast with your host Alicia Wicker and the fab Misha Hetty. Be sure to check us out on Facebook at B3 Society and on our website at www.b as in boy, the number three society.com. See you there.